0: Cade Milafogia, very welcome along to the Brian and Kieran Warfield podcast, the ramblings of two Irish balladeers, featuring Brian Warfield of the Fierce and Mighty Wolf Tones and a son, Ciarán, that's me, of the band Catalpa, and also of the Bandwagon Bus, Dublin's only musical ballad tour on wheels. So sit back, relax, grab a tea, coffee, beer or wine, or whatever takes your fancy, as we go rambling through life's misty, foggy dew, through stories, songs, history, politics, life on the road, and just a general bit of crack.
1: Shout out
0: that's Roisin Dove song number 15 off the Wolf Tone album The Foggy Jew and Dad the final song 15 well actually 16 well 17 if you include the drunken one and 16 <laughs> if you include the James McLean one but uh, 15 have flown in and uh, what a way to finish on, off with such a great song as Roisin Dove and it's great to hear it in, in the Gaelic as it should be sung.
2: Yeah well in actual fact uh, we are down to Rosa Tralee Um and we had won the Rose of Tralee competition uh, for, uh, they had a kind of a talent uh, competition there. And uh, we won it, and we also won the Pope competition, uh, which was, we were in the Tavern Bar there in Tralee, and that was the bar we were allotted to, uh, for to entertain the people in that bar. And so that bar uh, got uh, first prize. In in the competition, and we won the uh, the talent competition, whatever it was. And uh, how was it judged? Um, there was fellas went around, judges went around. Uh, they you would never know when they were coming in to um, to look at it. To look at it, and then what they did was um, we provided street entertainment. So um, uh, we would we would set up in a, you know the main street somewhere and. Uh, people would gather around you, you know, and then the judges, you never know when the judges would come, but they'd, they'd be in and out around the town and making uh, notes, and right. many people you yeah, had surrounded you and all that kind of thing, and how good you were at entertaining. And we did not see
0: them with their notebooks, because like, at least ah, if they had their iPhones. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't <laughs> know. You
2: wouldn't know that no iPhones, I'm afraid. They are probably making mental notes. So they weren't uh, obvious. But anyhow... Um, that's the way it was done. And it was great fun because it was giving um, entertainment uh, to the people around the town. Because like, uh, we'd go, we'd go Welsh, we'd be you know, be day and night, uh, you'd had to do a little shift here and there. And uh, then the pub at night and uh, we we entertained them for the full week in the pub.
0: Did you just get a uh, free drink or would you get money or what was the...
2: Oh, we got no money. <laughs> we got free drink, yeah. yeah. We, I think we are a lot of two pints a night or something like that. And then, two uh, pints? Two pints a night. Yes, that's miserable. And then anybody else that might buy you one from the audience.
0: <laughs> uh, and would you do well out of the audience?
2: We, we often encourage them, yeah, yeah to, to uh, you know, it's very thirsty work up here. <laughs> and the usual, uh, you get the uh, drink sent up to you.
0: I did the Rosa Tralee when I was quite young. I think I went down with John Walsh and the two of us just... Uh, sort of, I went, rambled into different bars, like, you know, and yeah, said, yeah. look, we'd play a few tunes if you give us beer and all that. Uh, and uh, we had a great, we had a great time, like, yeah, it was, was great. a great, great three days, like, I think we were down there for three days, or it could have been two, but we ended up out an inch, you know, out an inch. Yeah, yeah. And we went out there for a swim, and uh, we... Because we had kept in the car that night. Like, you know, we just, we was, there was no hotels or anything involved, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh,
2: <laughs> well, We didn't have them either, yeah. you know.
0: And uh, But that's the joys of being young. Like, you don't care either, yeah. like you know. And yeah. uh, so we went for a swim. I remember it was more just to freshen up than to, <laughs> than to go for a swim. And there was a pub up on the hill. And we went in there and uh, talked to the girl behind the bar. And she said, "What he's down from?" We're telling. Them we're playing the music, and she said, "Look, if you play a few tunes here, we've American buses coming all the time, and I'll throw you out a few pints and ham sandwiches and whatever." <laughs> she, as we sat there for the day, and American buses come in, and then the table would be full of porter, <laughs> and they'd go off, and then the next bus would come in. She, she, we had a great time. We ended, She put us up in the in the B and B above, and everything. We had a great time down there. Yeah. Dolly, and Dolly Parton had been there. It was I can't remember the name of the pub for the life of me, but it was great. Uh, great. Crowd. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, we went out. Um, with we, we a couple of like, we had a Norwegian manager at the time, and he had a big uh, Irish wolfhound, and uh, we went to to parade uh, as uh, with the big wolfhound and the wolf tones and uh, it, it had a it was a great attraction around the town when we go around the town with the big wolfhound, but uh, and he had on his back he had wolf tones. all right, <laughs> you know, so like uh, free was, advertisement, yeah. It was a spectacle indeed, and then we'd set up and play whatever. It was great fun. And then we went out to Dingle, and uh, you know, uh, we were looking for songs and stuff like that. And uh, we were looking for someone that had a good version of uh, Roisin Duo Gaelic. Yeah. And uh, of course, we had recommended somebody, I can't remember the name now, but. Uh, so he gave us the song and the words and all that kind of thing, and uh, that's the version we have on on the the, the uh, on the C, on the on the record. Yeah, <laughs> the, and the, was that the first
0: time you heard it when you were? Oh uh, no, there?
2: no, no. It was it, it was kind of well known because um, Sean O'Ree had Rieda used it. it yeah, used. yeah, 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 and, and uh, uh, so that that was.
0: But outside of Sean O'Ree, I think you were one of the first recording artists of it. Um, well, it's.
2: Yeah, according yeah. to
0: Wikipedia, anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, the song was kind of known before that. He used, he used like Boulevard, was it Boulevard? He, he used lots of Irish traditional songs yeah. in, that, uh, in that piece. And it was the way he brought them together and, you know, demonstrated the whole, like it moved with the whole story of the Easter Rising. It was fabulous. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, spectacular at the time to hear, like, the full orchestra and everything else playing it. So. You know, it was a huge hit and we all saw Mishair as kids going to school, you yeah, know, being yeah. brought to it. And uh, so the music here was just a great compliment yeah. to the the photography at the time.
0: And is it a, is it a, a Republican song or is it a, just classes? as a well, it's classical just, Irish?
2: Yeah, classical Irish. It's, in a way, it's uh it's uh revolutionary song on a way because the Roche and Do of course is uh Ireland. Yeah. And uh, you know the, the 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 talking about the French coming. Yeah. And and the and the Spanish coming.
0: There's a there's a couple of trains of thought in because it was written in the sixteenth century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and they are talking about it on reading about it, it can be translated as either Dark Rosaline or Little Dark Rose. And uh in it, it was saying that uh, it was. thought the song was named after one of the daughters of the Amor O'Neill, who was the Earl of Tyrone, and yeah, yeah. his daughter was getting married to to I don't know someone else, and they it had been written in the camp of a O'Neill the night before the wedding. Yeah,
2: well, uh, you know, I guess there are uh, theories on wh- where it came from. But nobody, yeah, but them. that's it. Nobody knows. That's yeah, just yeah. they are just theories. Like yeah, you know, yeah. 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 because uh, most people. Recognize as an allegorical name for Ireland, yeah, yeah. Because you know, during during the years after the fight of the Earls, you weren't allowed uh, to sing songs about Ireland, mm. and uh, so they used allegorical names instead of Ireland, mm. uh, like Roisin do like Kathleen, um, Hulahan, and all mm. those, yeah, 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 other names that they use. So yeah, it, you know, there's probably. A million explanations, yeah. but they all they all suit the song. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm al- a great song.
0: I'm always amazed at how they pronounce "roshin." We we call it "roshin" down here, but in up north they call it sort of "rushing."
2: "Rushing," yeah. yeah. I've heard "rushing," yeah, Russian do," um, "rushing do." We kind of say dove. Yeah. Um, of course, I mean, there's all the dialects, dialects of, Irish, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. of Irish. Yeah, of Irish. And uh, yeah. I think when I I went to school, I think I must have. I I learned west of Ireland because uh, my teacher was from west of Ireland. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's it. Depended on who taught you Irish, really.
0: Yeah. So uh, we obviously missed uh, last week because uh, I was so busy, and uh, I'm back to work now, three days a week, doing two days at home. <laughs> well, it's good to be back, but it, I think I was busier last week than I expected to be. So uh, yeah, it was. It was hard getting back into a routine as well of you know. Yeah, yeah, I'm
2: sure that it is. Like you know, like I was just thinking there. Like if we get back in, th- uh, back to on the road in uh, October or wherever, uh, you begin to wonder what the hell? How do I do this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, you have to keep sharp. And um, I think there's gigs planned for the Barrowlands. I've seen it, gigs advertised for the yeah,
2: Uh Not for us, no.
0: No, not for you, no. But for it, other bands. Like
2: yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Well, we we reneged on that because at the time they were saying we, we could only get 500 people in. Mm. and um, So that's
0: that's, a, that's only a quarter of the... Yeah. You'd sell you uh, 500 and...
2: Yeah. <laughs> See, the, the problem yeah. was that...
0: Uh, you still have to pay for all the security. You all still the security
2: have, yeah. and everything else. And uh, it'd be impossible to run the gig uh, for 500 people. Yeah. Uh, with the cost of the hall, the cost of security... And the, the lighting, sound, yeah. and all everything else. sure, it takes like a, I think it takes over eight hundred people to pay to actually pay for, for the it. for to run the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's so, a already, yeah it's a big operation, all right. Yeah, it's a big operation. Yeah, but you know, it's 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 a fabulous gig, and you know, you
0: couldn't beat it. No, absolutely. I Haven't done it a uh, good few but times. I think
2: now. we're back uh, in Glasgow, all right, but a smaller version of. Uh, the barrels, I guess.
0: The Grand, yeah. Was it Grand? S- no, what's the name of it? The Grand Classic Grand. Classic Grand, that's
2: yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Classic Grand, yeah. So, we had I've, two, two I've, nights back to back in, in the Classic Grand. And,
0: uh, I've been in there, I've seen uh, a couple of gigs with Shebeen and Gary Oak yeah, and Glass yeah. and after Celtic Games in there. It's actually a grand little spot, like, you know, it's yeah, nice and yeah, it's, close, to, you're very close to the audience, like, you know, so it'll yeah. be quite a good, uh, Quite a good venue. You've played there before, have you? No, no. no. This your fr- oh, no, you played in the cat house. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, we didn't play there. No. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, so I put out on um, on the Facebook page today about, did anyone have any questions for you? And Joseph... Sh- I'm going to see, make sure I can pronounce this. Joseph had came back to me and his question for you, which I'm pretty sure... I covered in sort of a way, but uh we'll we'll say it anyway. Is in your early days, did the Wolf Tones have any idea of the massive worldwide impact their music would have in so many countries around the world?
2: Absolutely not. And uh we didn't even plan, you know, the following years or envisage uh, the fact that we'd be still together fifty eight years on. But uh it's It was just uh, day by day and week by week and month by month and year by year. And the years absolutely flew in. And before I knew it, we were 50 years together. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the impact around the world has been phenomenal. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just amazing the interest there is in Irish music and especially in the Irish ballads. uh, Because they told the story of Ireland from the perspective of the people. Uh, whereas a history book takes it from the perspective of the of the historian. Uh, the people write the ballots for the people. And uh if the people don't accept it, uh the ballot never lives, it mm. just dies. And uh so it's an important it's an important input uh into our history uh that tells the story from the people's perspective. So I think because of that and the great rhythms and the great power of of, of the ballad that uh, gets across the people across the world, whether they speak the language or not, they feel the passion. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's been said many times that, uh, you know, by many uh, people that uh, the, the story of Ireland, the history of Ireland in a ballad and the rebel song is, uh, is the most powerful of all music in the world. I think Bob Dylan was influenced uh, by the Clancy Brothers uh, uh, and the, they used to go to a pub in uh, in New York, downtown New York, where um, the old guys would be around singing all the songs, like uh, the immigrants they used to meet and sing songs and everything else like that. They'd be working by day but have a session by night. And Bob Dylan was so influenced by... The rebel song that he said, you know, he could never compete or never write a song as good as any of the rebel songs that came from Ireland. The passion that was in them. But as we know, he became a huge success uh, yeah. in his own rebellion.
0: But he learned a lot, I think, from the Clances, you know, In the delivery yeah. of a song, you know, and that's, that helps his longevity, I think.
2: Yeah. yeah. But he, 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 he felt something there that... Uh, you know a lot of irish people gloss over it because they're so used to it and especially those that think you know they uh, the artistic snobs they feel like oh, oh my god I mean, that's not good enough you know they don't see the value uh, uh, of the irish uh, rebel song on the irish uh, historic ballad and they don't feel the passion uh, that it's in that because maybe they don't feel that passion for Ireland mm. but uh, it's important and I think people like uh, like all over the world not alone Bob Dylan but many many artists around the world have felt that passion before I know when many of the artists came to uh, to Sheem uh, and watched the Wolf Tones I uh, of them said, "How can we go on after that? Mm. The passion, mm. the energy yeah. that was in that band uh, is—you uh, just couldn't uh, compete with it."
0: Seems to sleeve like was amazing. Yeah. I, yeah, even like I was young at the time. I think by the time of the final, one, I was probably eighteen or seventeen, eighteen, and uh, I still remember it. Like you know, I said, I just uh, look back at it. And even like it's just a pity that there's not as many videos going around of of what was happening you know it was, yeah it was yeah South
2: yeah you know? there are some uh, and uh,
0: yeah there's not yeah but there's not a great deal of it like you know with the, the amount of years that you did down there what did you 13 years 13 years, yeah, 13 yeah, years. Yeah. like you've I think you, there might be 6-7 songs that you have I don't know yeah. uh, there's I not many anyway yeah, like you know yeah. compared to what you did
2: well they were recorded by RTE every year but they probably lost the tapes or something I don't know they, they, they were re- reusing tapes at the time you know They'd have they'd have uh, the Wolf Tones on at one time. Then they go on to record Glen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it would be wiped off. But uh, yeah, you know, just saying, we didn't envisage the fact that we be um, we be still singing fifty. F- you know, many years now, fifty seven, 56? 56? 57, 54. Well, sixty-three was the beginnings. Uh, Sixty-four. So make up your sums
0: there. So you're three. You're 57 years. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're three away from the 60 years.
2: Yeah, my God. Yeah.
0: Uh, I remember when you were singing Janie Mac and I'm nearly 40, and I was just thinking, "Geez, my dad's old." <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I think it's Janie Mac and nearly 80.
0: <laughs> now you're officially old.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 75. Anyhow, but yeah, it's it's been a long and winding road, and a great road, and an honour to carry. Um, Ireland's music and story across the world, and in particular, um, you know, a great opportunity for all the you know all the four young guys as we were from Bluebell and from Drimina and from uh, from uh, Kimmage, uh to get around the world and see the world and be acknowledged for something that was special.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you've never been in Celtic Park when you've to hear. Uh, let the people sing been sung or the Celtic symphony, especially on a European night. No. I I've been there and it's just amazing. Like it's time like you don't when I when I'm there I'm there as a Celtic supporter, like you know, so I don't really think about it as that's my dad wrote that, like, you know, and people yeah, are singing it. Yeah. It's just you're singing it out. But I remember calling you one time from yeah, I said, yeah, That's right. You said. I, I think I think Celtic were playing United that night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, "Listen to this." For, yeah, yeah. Well, probably half tanked anyway. Me <laughs> have be on the beer all day, but it's it's something that's going to stay with Celtic like that song. Them two songs are are part of Celtic folklore just as much as um, "Hail, Hail, Hail, Hail" or, yeah. or over and over or, um, it? The, the other one. Oh, my brain's gone fried. Um, anyway, you're there for history for yourself. So, so
2: yeah, well, I just um, it, it's it's amazing what you see on the internet too. Like because I, I saw this young girl and she was singing Joe McDonald
0: and she, she's... Oh, I've seen her. She's yeah, be, yeah Oh, so singer. beautiful! Yeah.
2: I, like yeah. it. Brought a tear to my eyes. She sang it so passionately. Did you contact her? Uh, I didn't really. No, no I, I gave her a message, a comment. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you should contact her and say, well done.
2: Yeah, well, I did on a message. Oh, so, did you? Uh, yeah.
0: you? a private messenger, did you? A uh, uh, comment. Oh, just a comment. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I'm sure that she got thrilled. Yeah. Actually, I'm meant to say we we have now risen to 33 countries in the world.
2: Oh my God, that's that's <laughs> more. We only 32 counties in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's it. So um, I can't tell you which ones are added, but there's some strange countries anyway. Yeah. So it just shows you the. Either people are just dipping in, or there's Irish people living in them. Yeah, in, yeah, in
2: them, in them country. The power of the internet is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it really is, and uh, and it's a great it's a great source of information and uh, to get in touch with home with people who are far away, and yeah. uh, they feel uh, you know a little a little bit of home is nice to get. Hear the accent, hear the talk, the banter, you know. So it it is it's a little comfort for people away. I was away myself for so long, that you you know we didn't have the internet, but you know trying to get news from Ireland was difficult. Yeah, because you couldn't even like trying to get like RTE news on the on the radio short shortwave radio or something like that. It was like uh, <laughs> you had to go to the BBC World Service to get something.
0: I remember when I lived in Belgium the first time and. If you got the Irish, if someone brought the Irish independent over, you'd be absolutely delighted. You'd read it from back to front. You'd even read the debts column just (laughs) because you had the Irish independent, you know. Um, So, yeah, absolutely. It's great. Like, you know, because being away last time, I was able to listen to, because you have everything on the internet now. You have all the radio you can listen to. Yeah, it's brilliant.
2: And, uh, you know, it's such a, it's such a marvellous development. And if you think like, it's not that old. (laughs) 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 <laughs> We're so used to it now, like it's all, it's become part of our lives. I was just walking down. I was down in Wexford there on Sunday, and I was walking down towards the beach there in Cortown and I saw this uh, young man, and he was wheeling his baby in a pram uh, down towards the beach, and I, I looked at the baby at the pram because I love love kids, love watching kids, but he this kid. He couldn't have been one year old, but he had a phone in his hand. And he, oh, stand, Jesus. he was tapping him with his finger, and I said, "My God, he's starting young, that guy." That's terrible. But they, uh, so, like, kids
0: shouldn't be allowed near mobile phones until they're,
2: <laughs> Still they're eleven or till 12. twenty-two.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but there's just so, there's so much like people. I think people in general, it's. Phones have taken away, even when you go out for dinner or something like that. Now, yes, just, everyone's, every, on everyone's phone. taking pictures of their food or the, <laughs> checking in, or you know, yeah, yeah. It, it actually bugs me now. I have to say, it does really bug me. It,
2: it's gone, it's gone beyond and beyond now. Yeah. And uh, you know, we never thought it would go that length, you know, because people, everybody has a phone, like you, you just walk down the street there, and everybody's doing something with yeah. their phone either
0: filming other people having a wee on the street like they were at the weekend over in, in Dublin. Did you see that? Yeah. You? Well, that's the thing I was talking about. I was saying the internet now, everything happens and now you know about it. like there was some sort of riots down in Betty's town or in and it was lads baiting the crap out of each other and, beating the crap out of police and all that, but it's all over the internet now. So yeah, yeah. so now you know about it and you're going, Jesus, the world's gone mad, like, you know, and then you see all the crack in Dublin with people out drinking and Yeah, social- yeah. And I can't blame them, but the problem for us is, and I've seen it in, when I lived in Bruges, the, the local town council have a big open, in every, have a square in every every town, in every, Village in yeah, in yeah. Belgium or Holland or wherever you go, even when we were in Poland, they all, all have it, and it's a place for people to gather. Whereas we only have a few streets that are closed off to to uh, yeah yeah to p- pedestrians. Yeah, there's so,
2: plenty of spaces around Dublin. I mean, just it's uh, but the, but I mean Smithfield. It's a great space, you know. Yeah, no, but, I don't but, think people go up there.
0: But it's north side, and there's not many bars up there. You see, yeah, yeah. So they they tried to make College Green p- pedestrianized. When yeah. the Lewis was being put in, and they should have done that. In my opinion, they should have done that because. It, yeah, but
2: it, it's an awkward spot. It's not like it's square. It, it,
0: it's not really because you yeah. just close off the traffic and you just do yeah, a loop. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to go down that way to go. You know. Yeah, yeah. The city centre should be more pedestrianised. Yeah. Just my opinion. Um,
2: Indeed, but um, yeah. So lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was. Uh, I I came back because I heard the traffic that came back across the mountains. Yeah from from uh town and um, coming over of the mountain now I I never thought there was weddings going on there was christenings going on on the mountains <laughs> and, uh, on the the mountains there, 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 there was some kind of a Muslim a Muslim uh, wedding going on and uh, then we went down and how was, do you know it was Muslim because they were all wearing the the head you know the the scarf
0: they could have been Hindu or no, 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 no. The, the, you know
2: the, the, the thing around the borka. Head. Yeah, yeah. Not the burka, no. no. The covering, the head, right. face covering. All right, And, um, but anyhow, like, there was that going on. There was, uh saw Christening, an Irish party there. The baby was out there on the mountain. Uh, what else they I say? There was... Uh, huge big gather of Indian people and they were all around there looking down to Guinness Estate. Oh, yeah. It was like the United Nations up there on the mountain.
0: But it's beautiful up there, in fairness. It is like beautiful, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's a, we are a multicultural nation yeah. now, yeah. like, you know, and that's that's the reality. I and mean, we need these people coming in to do the, the yeah, works well, in, they, the, in the computers. and. Well, I,
2: I was thinking to myself, like, how did they find this place? <laughs> Lots of Irish people probably haven't found it yet. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> in fairness, like... Um, when you uh, people tend to, Irish people probably don't tend to discover their own country where where's they discover you know, it last yeah mm. although I'm always getting out there and I went up to at the weekend I went up to see uh, the Battle of the Boyne. you know the way with OPW now everything is free yeah yeah so you can go online book for free so I booked the Battle of the Boyne. so just, you know where you go into the house the stately yeah, home yeah, that was yeah, there and yeah and it was, I'm glad I didn't pay in. Like, not because it was for King Billy, but it was just, I thought it was terrible, like a, a thing of the, uh, you know, it, it was all done and you could do it in 20 minutes now. Whether that's just because they only allow you a certain part of it for the, for the, because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. everybody goes in at half hour intervals. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought, like, this could have been a little bit better, like, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a good movie at the end of it and you get to see the, weapons that were used and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. I just found it very, very quick, very boring and not really informative enough, yeah, you yeah, know, about yeah, it, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but beautiful. Have you ever been up there in the estate up there?
2: I, I haven't been up there, but we, uh, we... I think we did a video up there one time. Um, I know when we done doing Oh, Grange. that was over. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were hanging around that area for a while. Um, so... Yeah, it, of course, it's, an, it's a great site, an interesting site, a great historic site.
0: Beautiful land, though. Yeah, it Absolutely is. Uh, Absolutely yeah, stunning. Yeah. The gardens, like we went into the walled garden, stunning, like, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and have this walled garden within the walled garden, and it's like an amphitheater. And I was saying, this would be a great place for gigs. Yeah. You know, there's a real thing, you know, for summer gigs, like, you know, it was almost like a bowl. You yeah, know, yeah, I don't know whether yeah. there was a pond in it originally or whatever, but it comes down into a bowl. Yeah, and I just could vision all people like sitting on the banks, just uh, listening to music and having yeah, their yeah, wine yeah. And, and cheese or whatever. But probably something that the uh, the OPW should look at, like you know.
2: I don't need to get involved in gigs. Uh, no, I don't is, think so. But uh, yeah. it's a shame they should because uh, yeah, it would be.
0: Yeah. I think it's a great amenity for the people of Drod yeah. up there, like you
2: know. Yeah, they kind then, of shy away f- from the ballad scene and all that kind of thing. But it doesn't even
0: have to be ballads. Like you know, it could just be. Yeah three piece orchestra just you yeah know, yeah you know, that'd was, be nice you know. too yeah yeah and I went to Doubt as well where's that Doubt
2: oh Doubt yeah yeah, yeah Doubt yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah 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 and we are up at uh, John Boyle O'Reilly's grave up there again yeah, yeah
2: yeah that's right he's he's from the area
0: but there's a huge big house up there yeah so there. have you been ever been up there
2: I haven't been up at John, O'Reilly, or John Boyle O'Reilly's next no. time you're in Cougar
0: you should go because only around the corner it's yeah I know that there, yeah. yeah yeah but I didn't realise how big Doubt is You know, like it's never been open to the public. Well, it's open to the public. You can walk around it and you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a gate that you can see into the tomb, into the passage. But if you go online on the video, there's a video online and it shows how many, how big it is. Like, you know, they've obviously put a LiDAR machine, you know, the LiDAR that they have nowadays.
2: But can you go, I mean, can you go there without going from the tour?
0: Yeah. It's the only one that you can go to without having to go to through the to, tour. Through the tour. Yeah. With Nout and Newgrange, you have to go to the Newgrange Interpretive Centre on the other side of the Boyne, which is that's on right. The yeah, side. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but for doubt, be. you can just pull up outside it, walk in, and you can walk around the mound. You yeah, can have a yeah. look in. You yeah, can't yeah. get into the tomb, obviously, but you can actually see, th- th- and it's a beautiful view. If you stand on top of the, yeah. the hill of it, you can see Nout and you can see Newgrange. Yeah,
2: I had a great experience. I was. Um, I got into uh no our um, into new grange uh for the winter solstice, yeah, and I remember going down it was kind of s- snowy sleety kind of morning and we went down the darkness of course and uh, we got down and um <clears throat> i'd a i had a ticket to go in obviously uh, my name is down
0: many people in. there's not many that let, not many that
2: let, no. let in i i was the day before. I was the twentieth, I think it was, so you get the same experience. Yeah. And um anyhow we went, all went in. There, there was people there from all over the place, professors from Scandinavia, there was another guy from England, there was guys from different parts of the world. Um and we all went into the chamber anyhow. I guess it was about twenty five, maybe. Mm-hmm thirty people, not there wouldn't be more anyhow, because we lined the, the top of the, the the um of the chamber and uh it was kind of blustery and uh cloudy and uh we are very lucky in the fact that it was blustery because it blew the clouds away. Right. And uh and when the sun rose up we got it into the chamber which is a, a really a magical experience. Mm. It came down like a knife coming down the passage grave, coming down the passage, and it lifted up and almost went to the back wall. They said that before before the, the movement of the earth or whatever. It used to hit the back wall, uh, Triskelion at the back wall, and then proceed its way out of the chamber again, which is amazing experience. Mm. You know, when you think of the... The engineering going into it to make that happen, oh yeah, like and to make it happen like so many many like, years yeah. ago.
0: You just wonder, was there something alternative? Because it's just like even looking at the, the construction of if you go on, I think if you go on YouTube and just uh, um, Google or doubt, there's a, a thing, and it just brings you right through the the passage grave. I thought it was just like like a newgrange, just you could walk up and it's into a big open area. In doubt, it goes, the passages are all over the place. It goes into so many different chambers. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. But I, I've been in Newgrounds, I've done Newgrounds quite recently, and they do it with a torch. You know, they try to, to show you the light with the torch, and it's just not the yeah, same yeah, effect as I'm sure you had. Yeah. Out. So you're very lucky to get that. Like, yeah, well, so, uh, there's uh, probably only 26, 26, 26, because I think it's only the day after, day before, the day after. So you have three days that you can get light into the chamber, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So you get, there so that be 26 and 2652. Yeah. Uh, Seventy eight people a year, so
2: yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, an honour to be there, you know. And uh, I can imagine. I can't say who it was that got me in, but oh, you won't.
0: <laughs> but if he doesn't get me in next year, I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I see you're at a beer there, Dad. Do you want to grab yourself another beer, and we'll stick on a tune. Yeah, good idea. We'll do a tune good then. Good idea. Okay, I won't introduce because I don't know what it's going to be. So here's the tune coming up now, and uh, we'll be back shortly while my dad gets a beer. <laughs> Lonely
3: souls you go home Lonely forever Nothing to shoot Good feet feel good Giving up good boots Ask your father how'd you fall Ask your father how'd you fall Like a leaf Sitting on the ground Good for nothing
0: She died with her
3: hands stretched out. She died with her. mouth, never lie, may you be satisfied to never know why, sometimes someone just wants to die,
0: where'd you get those cuts on your hand? Told you about playing in the sand. Someone always is careless with glass. There's always questions that someone won't ask.
3: She died with her hands stretched out. She died. river never dry May your mouth never lie May you be satisfied to never know why Sometimes someone just wants to die So only so you go home. Lonely but never alone Good eyes, see nothing to shoot Good feet feel good, giving up good boots. Good eyes, see nothing to shoot Good feet feel good, giving up good boots.
0: Okay, so we're back again, and uh, my dad has his beer. He's drinking a nice cold uh, can of Rockshire light.
2: Yeah, not bad. Um, I drink the yellow light beer because I got used to it when I was in America, and uh, <clears throat> they made a light, and uh, of course the Coors Light, and what's the, a few more of them, and just got used to them, and... Uh, Of course, there's nothing like a pint of Guinness, I love a pint of draft Guinness, you know, but...
0: Next week, Dad, next week, (laughs) next Monday, this day, next week.
2: Yeah, so like, you know, in the house, I suppose. We
0: do the next podcast from a beer garden, will we, for the crack? (laughs) (laughs) With a couple of nice slurpies. I'm off next Tuesday, so anybody anybody out there that's listening, that has a pub, and you'd like us to come do the podcast there and fill us full of drink, we'd happily come down.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe McPeele is like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, Mick has a big car park at the back and yeah, just yeah, throws out in the yeah. car park at the back. Anyway, um, yeah. So, what's your favorite beer ever? Guinness.
2: I love, I love to like Guinness. You've though. had
0: beer all over the world now, so you yeah. you must be a good connoisseur.
2: Well, funny enough, now I wouldn't be. Um, I'd, I'd be careful about the beers I drink because, like. Well, normally when we're on tour or whatever, like I, I try and we always ask for the lowest alcohol, you know, so that so we don't get uh, smudged before we go on stage. So it's important to keep the old. Yeah,
0: Belgium would be a place now you'd want to be careful with the old beers over there.
2: They have very heavy stuff, yeah.
0: Oh, and the thing about it is they don't taste like they. The rocket fuel, like if you have Carlsberg special brew over here, it's absolutely rank rotten, but if you drink a Belgian beer that has the same percentage it is actually quite sweet and tasty, and you go, oh, that doesn't seem too bad, like
2: yeah, and it hits you like a hammer, oh
0: jeez, I've carried many of the personnel out that said they could put away points and didn't didn't care what percentage it was, and yeah, 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 two hours later, they were asleep in the chair, yeah, and had to send for send for a taxi to carry them out, but uh.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think beer, I don't think beer works at high alcohol. You know, I don't
0: see the point in it. Like I drink to socialize and to have a bit of crack. Now, Oftentimes, I do go. The crack goes a little bit longer than it should, but but uh, yeah, I don't. I like low alcohol beer doesn't bother me either. Like you know, I just like having a pint.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's having the experience. I think having a drink, and especially when you're singing, like it's. Keeps you lubricated, you know, like...
0: When I'm gigging now, I, I I always drive, so I just drink that Heineken Zero, and it's actually a nice... You would know the difference. No, though, it? it's a nice beer. It's actually a nice beer. And people slag me, like, but I don't mind it. Or even when I come in for work now, i have a Heineken Zero rather than uh, yeah. a, than a beer, like, you know, because yeah, yeah. you go be down the grass or something, you don't want to cut the hand off yourself.
2: Well I was out in the garden all day so I know all about that.
0: <laughs> but I've been drinking uh, an Italian beer lately, Moretti and it's actually quite nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah. again I'm I'm looking forward to next Monday and uh going to to a beer garden and going to sit there. I've Monday off and I've Tuesday off. There
2: you go. That has to be beer time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um yeah, it definitely has to be beer time.
2: So um yeah, people have asked me today like uh are we going to get back to play? Uh, and you say it soon, and uh, it looks very heartening. I have to say that uh, uh, things are opening up a bit. I know they're just saying you can have a few hundred people in, but it, uh, you know that wouldn't work, I suppose, when you look at the the, the, the you know the cost of running a show. But uh, I I'd be looking forward to getting back maybe in October. And um
0: I think by that stage they'll have run all the test events and yeah they'll yeah. they'll know where they're going. But the one in Liverpool proved that there was no transmission of uh, COVID from really? the concert yeah. Yeah, They had yeah. I think they had a thousand or two thousand people yeah, in. I can't yeah. remember, but they had a good crowd in and it looked really good like to see the crowds in again at yeah, the gate. Yeah. Like, you
2: know. It's like the football. I mean the football was terrible without the, the supporters Oh I it's think, great, like you, like, you know. know.
0: And even better that United got beat. <laughs>
2: Now, if you're a native fan out there, don't take
0: that. (laughs) Well, I I have a fondness for Villarreal because uh, Celtic played them about 15 or 20 years ago. And since then, that time, they have uh, a Celtic supporters club over there called the the (laughs) Submarai. Uh, and they wear Celtic tops at their home game sometimes, you know, so it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's nice a nice touch for it. It's a nice thing, yeah, 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 it's a nice thing. But Celtic seemed to have that with a lot of, uh, like when I lived in Ghent, uh, there was a load of lads, Tom Collin, and a few of his mates, that were all, uh, they were all uh, Celtic fans, and I actually thought they were Scottish when they came in, because they had Scottish accents, but yeah, yeah. they just had it from, and that was from when Celtic had played, uh, Ghent in the UEFA Cup the old UEFA Cup and they just You see
2: the Celtic supporters make f- friends they don't make enemies <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> you know a lot of the clubs go over there and they're, they're, everybody's a bloody enemy where Celtic are you know like the Irish supporters they go abroad and they have a great time and they're loved yeah. wherever they go and that's why they're appreciated yeah. and that's why you know their fan base grows across uh, Many places because of the they're, they're liked,
0: yeah. well liked. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget when I was in Seville, and I, I like they say there was eighty thousand Celtic p- supporters there, but I reckon there was more. Like it was just, it was unbelievable. I'd never seen anything like it. Like you know, never ever seen anything like it, and I don't don't think you'll ever see it ever again. But when we left Seville the next day, we 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 were going back to Madrid because we had a flight from Madrid. Police were begging us to give them scarves or whatever, a souvenir for the really, for the, yeah, yeah, you know, as we so got that
2: w- made welcome, really, yeah, by the yeah. police
0: and everybody. I'd bought three scarves, uh, to as uh, souvenirs, I ended up having to give them <laughs> to the police, the police <laughs> to, yeah, they were just they wouldn't let me go without getting the, yeah. getting the scarves off. Yeah. like you know, but it was great to see, and it was great to see. The reaction of the Celtic, Celtic supporters in the town The town there was no damage done yeah, Everybody yeah, was yeah, polite When yeah. the pubs were closed The pubs were closed And actually on the way out to the stadium We wanted to go out to the stadium early It was really, really warm that day I'll never forget the heat Like I didn't want to drink too much Because I wanted to be in full health You know, going to the game I wanted to re- yeah, remember want every to remember. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were lucky enough Because we didn't have tickets Well, had tickets But they were coming up from the country And they hadn't arrived by the time I had to leave for the airport. And there was no other flights out. We were were lucky to get a flight to Madrid. There was no other flight out. And the guy who was carrying them up, I think they were coming up from Port Leash. And he got stuck in the M50 when the toll bridge used to be there. And we had to leave without the ticket. It was either a choice, wait for the tickets and get no flight, or go with the flight. So we just said we'd take a chance. And of course, we met John Aiken and the gang over, in because uh, we the night before, that night we we'd flown in to Madrid. We stayed in Madrid that night and got the first express train down the next morning. And I remember arriving into Seville and seeing Celtic fans sleeping all over the street on the at the uh, there was like a. A church Cathedral Yeah. and they were sleeping on the steps and I was going and we would no accommodation booked at this stage like either Like we were going oh, yeah, I was talking, yeah. Jesus I'm going to have to sleep on that <laughs> there's my space tomorrow night or tonight but lucky enough within I'd say an hour of us getting there John Aiken had organised us digs and got us uh, a ticket he's a great organiser
2: uh, you could uh, uh, yeah three
0: three tickets and three, three beds for yeah. the night now the beds were you know they were they were grand actually it was actually you know decent for for what but we came out after the game the the bars weren't open very late the, I think the police had ordered them closed because there was so many fans not because of trouble just because there was so many fans and I think everything was closed by 12 o'clock or half
2: 12
0: yeah uh, but it was a long day so I was sort of happy to yeah, be heading to yeah. my bed but that uh, yeah. ah, was great. It was a great experience. You yeah. know, I never thought in my time that I'd see Celtic in a, in a European Cup final, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well look, will we see it again? Probably <laughs> not. Not the way they're playing at the moment. And uh, <laughs> the fact that we can't even get a manager is even more worrying. Yeah. And they're talking about this new Australian fella. Have you heard of it? No,
2: no.
0: I, I I'm going to try and pronounce his name. Ange Prostalogo or something. Logo. Yeah. He, he was the manager of the Australian team and he got Australia Australia did quite well in the World Cup under him Yeah, yeah. and he's also managed Brisbane Roar and Melbourne and yeah, yeah. he's now in in Japan with Yokohama yeah. or something other so Australian fans Celtic fans are, think very well of him but we mm. don't know him so it's a bit like Wim to Tim when he came nobody heard of him but he stopped it ten. you know so yeah yeah I, did, so.
2: I, I couldn't comment you know because yeah. we, we do, as you say we don't know him don't. yeah don't know his track record. Oh, look, if he
0: gets in, we get behind him. and That's all we can do, you know? Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. So, because we're on the end of this album, Dad, the Foggy Dew is now done and dusted. And a brilliant album. I'm not saying that. I told you that. I'm not saying it because <laughs> you're my dad and because... Um, but it is a brilliant album. And one. the fact that you did it live and did it all in one, one day... One day, yeah, is, yeah. is still baffling. And to do it so well... I would suggest that there's not a band in Ireland at the moment that could do what you did, you know, like that. So from that, if you could give your younger Brian Warfield on finishing this album a bit of advice about the future, what would it be? To young people starting off? No, to you. If you could go back in time and tell yourself when the day you walked out of that studio, you could tell yourself something about your future, what would it be?
2: Ah, uh, that's a good question. Uh, I I think um, we were kind of over the moon with the experience uh, uh, that we just gone through. Um, we had met some of these pop star fellas and all that there, which we you know there was Wayne Fontana, there was Dave D, Dozy Beaky, Mitch and Titch, all these guys. We met some of them guys, and you you know they were all nice people. Um, I would have hoped, um, I always had a hope that Irish music could make mainstream. Mm. And that uh, if I had a hope for the future, it would have been that. I would have liked to see uh, Ar- Irish music, Irish ballads getting uh, around the world. Now, it has. It has since then, you know. that, the, Like, when you think about it back then, well, the Clancy Brothers had done well in America um and uh, you know there was a, a buzzing scene around the country. Uh, so would I give advice? Oh, Keep w- What advice
0: it. would you give yourself? Not would what would you give to people. What What advice would you give? like? If I if I could step back in time and say, what advice would I give myself? Or what advice would you give yourself? Would you say,
2: get out of here fast. You're not going. <laughs> you're not going fast enough. Go back to the job. <laughs> Would you? No, no we were earning nothing at that time. No, you, had a, you've had a great life out of music. Yeah, yeah. I would have said, you know, you got to keep going at this. You know, yeah. that's like I was very determined. Is there
0: anything you'd change?
2: Is there anything I'd change? I, I don't think I would. Like I was very, very young there. I was the youngest in in the band, and the you know, I, I was, I was sort of given. The music end of it more than uh, anything else and I was giving the songs and I was more or less giving them away to everybody else and not giving them to, <laughs> to myself to sing so that was that something I maybe I should have took, uh, took some of them and sang them myself but that's the way it was then
0: Is that because you didn't have a belief in your vocal ability or no, just that you I wanted didn't to. want the responsibility of singing them?
2: No no it wasn't, it wasn't that it was, I, loved singing. I loved singing on stage um no i wanted i wanted to g i wanted to give i wanted to give them something you know yeah, yeah. um it, it was the kind of thing, and then the last person I think about was myself
0: yeah Oh, well, i yeah I don't mind like i write songs and give them to fail them and you know vice versa but, yeah, yeah but i I guess I just go for whoever I feel is the best person suited for that song, Well, it was obvious.
2: Yeah, there's obvious songs that still uh, you, people. Yeah.
0: You must obviously write songs for Tommy's voice. Like you must go, well Well I do, art.
2: yeah, yeah, I do. I love writing for Tommy because like Tommy has a great range mm. and uh, you're not you're not restricted to a sort of a repetitive um melody. So in that way, yeah, I love writing for Tommy. Um so and he, he whatever he does, he puts total passion into it. If you have a story, you tell him the story, and he feels the story, and yeah. he gets out the words. Unbelievable! I think there's no better ballad singer um, in our generation.
0: Yeah, definitely not. No,
2: including like Luke Kelly, that yeah. is who's um, indeed was a great singer, but definitely Tommy Byrne is up there with the rest of them.
0: Yeah, well, I think Tommy's better than Luke. And yeah, I d- I've always, I've had that argument with so many people, like but. You know, everybody has opinions, and that's oh, just yeah, my opinion. Yeah, and you know.
2: it's what you like and what yeah, you don't yeah, like. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah. and yeah. I don't say it because he's part of the band that in, I say it from I know of he's view a super, as a fan of Irish music. Yeah,
2: you know, he's a super voice. He's very yeah. he has great expression. He knows how to get words across the people and the story across the people. Um,
0: it, it, it's a it's a great talent. Mm, that's for sure. A great talent. That's for sure. So. Are we deciding what we're doing? We're we going to keep the podcast going. I had a great idea actually. Yeah, I was thinking that we could go to Scotland to do podcasts. Go to a bar, sell tickets for it, and then go to the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what a great idea! So we
0: do we do two nights in of a podcast in a, in a bar in Glasgow. So if any anyone's in the bars in Glasgow and you fancy taking myself and me dad over for a for a what should we charge him for a ticket? Oh, we, can talk, we can talk about that with the venue. Yeah. Uh, we could do two podcasts a Friday and a Saturday night. and uh, then uh, The game as well. well. It has to be a Celtic home game. <laughs> 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 and we have to have fans back. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting back to football, actually. There's a meeting tonight with the FAI. Yeah, well,
2: I promised um, my two grandsons uh, that I'd take them over to... Uh, uh, We've got,
0: we got to turn them into Celtic fans rather than Celt- Man United fans.
2: Celtic game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. I I want them to experience the great club that it is. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I still remember the first time going down to, walking down to Paradise. And it was just such a great experience. It was lashing rain that day, but still great, great memory. And we were beaten that day, which wasn't a great memory. But anyway, look, at we are now at 52 minutes. But sure.
2: Ah, you can play it out with.
0: But- one of your songs, one yeah, of your... Yeah, we'll, we'll play it with some something anyway. I'm not too sure. I don't have anything lined up, but sure. Um, So the next album that the Wolf Tones released was called Up the Rebels, and it was a 1966 release. So you pretty much released this... Was
2: was that... um Was was the Teddy Bear's Head before that or after that?
0: Teddy Bear's Head was 1970, according to this. The EP? This, no. The... I'm only going with albums.
2: Ah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the EP was before uh, before of the Rebels.
0: Yeah, we're not doing EPs, Dad. They're only short. Really. Ah, you have to.
2: You have to do that. What? <laughs> it, do, it
0: doesn't come up in your disco, this, discography. <laughs> discography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, yeah. There, there's some nice, like, uh, I Still Miss Someone is on that. Um, Say that again. I Still Miss Someone. Oh, yeah, yes, uh, yes.
0: Yeah. That's a great song. yeah. Great yeah. song.
2: I think four strong Winds is on it. I'm not too sure, but uh, Teddy Bear's head.
0: Teddy Bear's head is obviously on it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, well let's do the EP then. How many songs in four? Four on an EP, yeah four, yeah. four, or five, I think. Yeah. Four. Okay, let's do the EP for the crack.
2: Yeah. Um, have you? You don't have a copy of that, obviously.
0: A real copy. Yeah. No. I have a copy. Yeah. Well, I would expect you to have a copy of it, too. <laughs> <you?
2: laughs> I don't have a copy of everything we done, for God's sake. I gave them a way to...
0: I know, when you think of all the yeah, stuff that yeah, you, yeah. you... know that you've
2: Aunties and uncles and friends and fans and everyone got, you know, they come to their house. and
0: I tell you, if if I was you and I was going back to give my young person a bit of advice, I'd have kept all the posters and all the <laughs> memorabilia, all the posters with the likes of... Uh, I'd done
2: the best I could, I kept what I could. Shim <laughs>
0: Shikushli. Yeah, oh, was,
2: we miss a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, you know, next time around,
0: <laughs> you should you should bring out a new Sheem she Kushley, a Wolf Tons she Lee T-shirt. That's what you should. There do. you go. You know, and make it like retro looking. Yeah. Be a bestseller for him. Tell you. All right. Um. Oh, and I must get back that the bandwagon is coming back on the. First, <laughs> first Saturday in July. So uh, we will have it up on the website to book. Um, what's the first Saturday in July? Let me tell you now. Is no, not the first Saturday. The second Saturday, it's after the pubs open. So the pubs are opening on the 5th where you can drink indoors. So it's the tent. So Saturday the 10th of July, the bandwagon will be rolling around the streets of Dublin, so make sure and get your booking. Uh, yeah,
2: it's a great experience, really. We'll is. only
0: be doing sta- Saturdays starting off uh, until uh, we get a feel for where we are in it. And uh, so we will hope you join us and have a bit of crack. And yeah, a it's a novel way to see Dublin.
2: Yeah. really is. Fantastic idea.
0: So we play it with a tune that we don't know yet. So, uh, thanks again for listening to the first sixteen episodes because we're going to include the James McLean one, but we're not going to include the drunken
2: one. (laughs) The (laughs) one. Okay, we forget forget about that one. Okay, we see it. We'll listen in next week, whatever you do. All
0: right. Take
4: care.
0: Bye 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 bye. (laughs)
4: I'm coming home. And how the years have flown. For far too long I've been a stranger in a strange town. So far away. From all the friends I love. Now I'll go back to my green hills. Those friendly smiles for the boys and girls who cross the ocean wide and leave their friends and all their love for love, the other side. Oh, take me home. home for much to know How things have changed Now nothing seems the same For I have been away too long I'm just myself to blame And Molly did How could you marry For then you shattered all my hopes And all my dreams For the boys and girls Who cross the ocean wide And leave their friends And all their loved ones on the other side Oh, take me home I remember well that rainy day, the day I came back home. I never thought that I could be a stranger in my town. And as the rain went down my face, I cried my tears alone. For here I was a stranger in my home. Boys and girls who cross the ocean wide and leave their friends and all their loved ones on the other side. Oh, take me home where I belong. I dream and Dreams of home for much. For the boys and girls Who cross the ocean wide And leave their friends And all their loved ones On the other side Oh, take me home Where I belong i dream and dreams Of home for much